the night, bitch! Come book bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Tits McGee. Uh, shout out to Gomer. <laughs> uh, with my co-host. Uh, this is Eli, the teenage witch. There we go. Yep. Uh, and we're back with the episode. And yeah, Eli, good news. Nobody died. That is good news. That, I mean, it's weird for 2020. Well, nobody no got... We, no, no one we care about. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody we care about, right. <laughs> uh, but that's a good news that nobody got maimed or injured or anything like that that we know about that's, that we give a shit about. So we can actually talk about some some positive news to start off with. This might be like the first time in 2020 we start off with positive news. Yeah, let's say. But honestly, now that I think about it, this isn't even positive. Really? Uh, yeah, because let's just go into it. And like I said, if you're listening, definitely like, share, subscribe, share the link out, we're going live, whatever you want to do. Jump into yes. it. Build the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Grow. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're talking about Japan uh, because Japan is always doing weird shit because it's Japan. So what have they done lately? So what they have done is remember the what is that thing? I don't watch that shit. I remember we said we were never going to talk about anime and now we always talk about anime. Yeah, and then you, you you keep watching anime movies and you keep going to see Dragon Ball Z and shit. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't count Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it doesn't count. Uh, so, yeah. So, basically what I did right there, Mobile Suit Gundam or whatever the hell you oh, want yeah, to call Gundam, it like yeah, that. Yeah. So, that is a thing. And apparently, they've always had the... I Don't don't ask me to name the name of the city that carries this thing or whatever. But they actually had... They spent money to make it move now. So yeah, they're doing all, they're doing all kinds of cool can, shit over there. Like fetch and play dead and all this other crazy shit like this. Just like what what the hell is going on, man? I mean, that's the world we live in now. That's that's 2020 for you. We got we got robots now. That's pretty fucking cool, I gotta admit. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's cool, but do you think it's like a waste of money? Like, could they be using that money to, I don't know, kind of cure for COVID or something? You no, know, there's probably that thing's probably on some they you probably use that thing for top secret something. <laughs> like the, the amusement park is just a front <laughs> right Ooh, look a killer robot like no yeah. that's a killer robot yeah well when 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 the cameras aren't on it's probably fighting robies and shit up in space <laughs> <laughs> right that's what space force is that's what, okay yeah now we'll japan the won the space force race yeah. they've already done it like <laughs> we did we're playing catch up <laughs> Oh shit! No, hey, may, 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 maybe Trump is right about something. <laughs> let's let's not go there. <laughs> maybe Trump isn't you know a really a superhero disguising himself as an asshole billionaire. Right? But maybe I guess he's a billionaire that. now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like any other billionaire, right? Oh yeah. So let's go ahead and jump into it, at Eli. Uh, since we do our weekly Lovecraft Country, I said it's country, not county. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. I watched but it. I, yeah. But I guess we can talk about it, just jump into it. So, yeah, let's talk about Love Craft Country, episode seven, I am, dot period. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli, I'll, I'll let you start off. What, what, you, what you think about it? Um, 
it was moving. It was a rather emotional episode, I thought. It wasn't my favorite. Um, not it was a little light on the horror, on the monsters and shit. Right. But I think it was more it was more of an emotional ride, I think. We get into Hippolyta, she gets spoilers. We're gonna are we gonna spoil shit? Yes, this is the premise of the episode. Hippolyta, she's looking for um the husband. What's his name? He died in the uh, or is, Uncle George, I just call him Uncle George. The uncle, yes, the uncle. Yeah. When they were looking for Atticus's uh, dad, right? Um, he because because Atticus he, lied about what happened to him. Yeah, he he died in that whole magical spell thing. So Hippolyta, his wife, went to go search for him, find the ruins of the house. She's going on a quest. She ends up finding this uh, observatory, the the telescope or whatever. The honor or or orbiting or something, yeah, and she somehow opens up a portal to other dimensions or whatever and she gets sucked in through the portal um then it turns into a fucking doctor who episode <laughs> right <That's, laughs> she's from different dimensions and it's pretty much grants her whatever wish she wants or whatever she wants to be in life yeah um and it was it, it was uh, it was interesting it, we get to see we get to really get to the core of hippolyta because she's been kind of mia mm-hmm. since the beginning so um yeah we get a, a real emotional journey as like she explores you know basically her life i guess mm-hmm. uh, or the life that she wished she had the what life she wished she had yeah mm-hmm. um and yeah uh it, yeah uh, uh what do you got to say i'm kind of like collecting myself yeah this episode <laughs> it almost felt like filler but i'm cool with it because uh yeah because we got to know about hippolyta like i said she she was a background character for the most of the point, and then it turned around to it. And we found out a lot about her that we didn't know. Like, and she like she's basically a genius. You know, she, she was is. doing like some MacGyver shit to get out of there. And I was like, okay, where did all this shit come from? She's and, highly intelligent. Yeah. She, yeah, which yeah. we never knew about that before. But I guess we never even thought to ask the question about that that she was highly intelligent with the stuff she was doing to find a way out of that situation. Uh, even yeah. how she been doing lots of latitude to even find. You know, Lovecraft country to get there, and how she helped her husband, the uncle, plot mm-hmm. out those maps. Because remember, they were they had the business of uh, that travel agency where they showed. And she always wanted to go, but he wouldn't yeah. let her go. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm just now I'm just now realizing it. Yeah, the safe path. She they they run a travel agency which allows black people safe travel across the country, the safe places to go. Because remember, this is back in the fifties, segregation legal racism <laughs> right <laughs> and um and it, they just a safe passage for black people to travel across the states and um she helped them out we find out that she was an integral part of mapping those routes and shit mm-hmm. so we, i mean which she said in the original like in i think in the pilot episode but we just never thought much about it you know yeah yeah but yeah, in this yeah. one we find out what she's doing in this one Oh, uh, just the interesting stories of the stories that she was telling, the stories that she wanted to be a part of, you know, that she wanted to be part of Josephine Baker's, you know, uh, and they was doing, and I'm pretty sure all that stuff really happened, you know, yeah, doing lines, you know, whatever you want to do. She just wanted to live free. When then she realized she don't want to be sexually free. She's angry. She wants to get back at her oppressors. And it, that I was looking up to see if that was like a real life story. It wasn't. It was just something she just completely imagined. Yeah, but it was yeah. basically her as like some African Dormelage Amazon queen warrior versus Confederate soldiers. Yeah, you know, and she just goes into it because she says she's angry and she just wants to just take it out of, and the society tells her 
to not be angry, but she wants to be angry. And, yeah, and the I, funny thing about it that interested me about it is that they ask you, who are you? Like, who is your identity? The name of the episode is I Am. And what she refers to herself as is George's wife. Yeah. Because that's what she sees herself as. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty deep. So basically to her, she has no identity outside of her husband. I think that's what it explains. Yeah, this episode explored the idea of freedom mm-hmm. and what not only just freedom as far as like um, societal and free societies uh, or, um, you know, free rights, civil rights and, mm-hmm. and civil liberties, you know, um, but it also explored personal freedoms and how, you know, what her response, she was, she was, wasn't free from responsibilities. She wasn't free from, you know, her role as a housewife or, or a mother or, or, or the husband or, or a wife, you know, um, the, the duties she had to, she was sort of locked in this role of being Fred's wife. Or what was his name? Fred? What was his name? Fred? I forgot. No, George. <laughs> George. <laughs> yeah. um, you close. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's what I explored, the idea of freedom, um, uh, you know, and now with George being gone, her husband gone, she's free of those chains, of those binds of that role. And she Mm -hmm. could explore the things she's always wanted to do. She finally got to go on that road trip. And then she gets this chance to explore, you know, she goes through all these portals and goes through all these, you know, you know, astral planes and whatever. She basically explores the galaxy. She is an explorer and she, you know, learns and, you know, and she had a chance to join the Time Lords or whatever at the end, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, she had a chance to unlock the secrets of the universe. But then at the end, she's like, oh, my daughter needs me. So I'm wondering if this like episode is establishing her as, you know, a pivotal role. Does she have some sort of ability now? Now that she's going back to Earth, she's gone through these portals who knows she's gained some sort of powers like now powers or something yeah. yeah and now she's gonna go back i think it was just a one-off filler story i think and honestly the more you started now that we're talking about it the more i'm starting to understand what they were trying to say in the story because she is a housewife she is a mother yeah. and a lot of housewives and mothers that get married early have regrets they're like yeah. what about the life that i could have led you know yeah I could have been one of Josephine Baker's dancers, or I could yeah, have been a Amazon Warrior. And even in that role, when she goes and does the whole dance troupe with Josephine Baker, you find out that she's still performing. Like that's not right. that's not the life she thought of, like this cool free life. She's no, still on Joseph, stage, right? She's on stage. She's got all. She's she's a you know, she's got to perform for everybody. She's entertainment for everybody. Mm-hmm. And she thought know? it's what she wanted, but it really wasn't what she wanted. Yeah, and then she goes and go, becomes the Amazon queen. But she's, yeah, she's fighting, you know, this patriarchy or whatever, the male hierarchy or whatever. Right. Um, and but there's, she loses. Even yeah. in her dream, she loses. Yeah, because there's a whole army on coming. Right. She end. fights a little bit of them, get a little bit of satisfaction, but at the end of the day, it really means nothing. And then she goes, I am George's wife. And right. And she finally and gets to tell him what she, how she always felt. Right. You know? And I think so, that was the thing because since he she he died, she never had to tell him that. So yeah, and now she's free. Now she's free of that role. She can finally do what she's always wanted to do. So it was it was yeah, like I said, it was like an emotional, uh, emotional action, emo- dramatic action. Not so right. Much like, I don't think it really moved the story over. Maybe it did. Yeah. Maybe this is uh you know planting seeds for later on. But I don't think it's moved the story for it. But like I said, we talked last episode. It's more like an anthology story, mm-hmm. like 
Yeah. Each individual character gets their shine, uh, time in the spotlight, and they go like next episode is going to be D, you know, uh, uh, Tick's cousin, you know. Yeah. So now the thing that I was thinking that, and I, we said this last week, Eli, I guess I was wrong. Like I said, the name of the character named Hippolyta, this is a comic book podcast. So, you know, we always say Hippolyta. <laughs> same thing, same concept, but the thing is that we always know that she was named after the Queen of the Amazons, the Amazon Warrior. Yeah. And her daughter, D, is real name Diana, you know, yeah. Apolita, Diana, that's Wonder Woman. So that's I'm thinking they're going to make some yeah. kind of connection. They never did. And that's what I thought when we saw the previews and we saw her on the battlefield. I thought that was going to be the episode of her. Right. Just- or at least they like throw a, <laughs> I thought it was going to be the whole episode or maybe they just throw out something like we are yeah. Wonder Women or some bullshit like yeah. that. It never went there. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it, but I don't yeah. know. It's, it's cool. Also, Tick finds out his dad is gay now. Right, um, which is and, funny because I think everybody knew except him, <laughs> like <laughs> all these years. <laughs> and it was, and of course, he reacts quite badly to it. And um, I thought that was quite interesting. I thought that was a nice moment um, when they they have when he finds out he's actually finally in that relationship with his boyfriend, the guy he's seeing. He's finally because right, he's been hiding it forever. He's been hiding it. He's finally, yeah. I guess, in a way, he's free. He's freeing himself of all that. He's finally letting go of be, of hiding, and 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 and. But become, I don't think he was ready. I think he. Yeah. I think yeah, he yeah. was le- he was letting his guard down a little bit, and then it, the worst thing that he thought could happen happened. Yeah, and then his son finds out, and of course his son doesn't react well. <laughs> right, because because the thing about it that he starts reminiscing all the times that he was, you know. Yeah. Getting abused and well, not abused, but beat as a child. Yeah, you know? and he said, and, and what he said, he was like, "Oh, he's trying to see. He, he beat me to sick because he said I couldn't be soft, but he's right. gay." And I'm just, you know, I think he's because, got it twisted, you know, because gay people, the gay community, the trans community, one of the hardest motherfuckers ever. The shit that they <laughs> got to go through, the shit that they got to put up with to be who they right. are, you know, there's some hard motherfuckers. Well, I think that's the whole point. His dad yeah. was gay, and he was beating him to make sure he didn't have any kind of softness in him. Yeah, and to so be black, also, I to think, be black and gay back then, right? That's, that's a hard motherfucker, you know. What I'm saying? Right? Yeah, like pick a struggle, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, and then, so I, yeah, I think I think the whole point of what he was trying to do is that not only was he gay, but he was also homophobic. Which yeah, is and weird, he's start, but yeah, he's starting to come to terms with that, and he's starting to let go of that and the freedom and tick, you know. That's why I was like, thought it was funny. Like when Tick was like, "What the hell?" and he calls him, calls him the f word, and like, you right. know, he's like, like, "Don't get like steal your dad. You can't call me out my name." Like, yeah, I, I still like, beat the hell fucking, out of you, you know. Like Tick, what the fuck is your problem? You were you fucked a monster last episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> you lost your virginity to a demon. What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> right, Naruto or some shit, you know. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Let, let's go to the call. Let's see what we got. We got Iron Man two thousand. Is HP Lovecraft? <laughs> okay, can he? No. Well, there's Not rich white physically. people. Yeah, yeah, there's rich white people, rich racist white people, yeah. and <laughs> so <Yeah>. kinda. <laughs> yeah, but he's there in spirit, if that makes yeah, any yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anthologies are cool, interesting. Yeah, like I said, it's cool. I mean, people, but it's a it's a it's a through storyline, like it's a thread that connects all these stories together, but yeah. each episode is more or less centering on one person and telling their their particular story, which is yeah. I think pretty cool. No. So, uh, like I said, next episode is going to be about D. Uh, I do want to know this, uh, Eli. At the end, Tick comes out of the portal and he has the Lovecraft Country book in his hand. Mm-hmm. So, is that the book they were looking for? I don't know. Is it? 
Yeah, because he went through the portal too. Like, he went through the portal too, but we see nothing about what happened to him. Yeah, he just he comes go? out with a book with the Lovecraft Country book in his hand, written yeah. by George Freeman, which is his uncle. And then the so, dead, the dead cop has the the little girl's comic book, right? By his body, you know. But so, didn't they leave the comic with them? Maybe I got to watch it again. Oh, I don't. No. I don't know. I get maybe she did bring. I the thought comic like, book. oh, they left the cop. Now the now the cops are going to find this dead body and they're going to see this kid's comic book. They're going to trace right. it back to them. You know, where in the in the previews of the next episode, they go after the girl. Yeah. So yeah. So weird. And shit. like and like what Hippolyta said, my daughter needs me. So that you know. was the only reason she came back because of the daughter. So. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. So that being said, moving on past, it, we're going to stick with HBO and we're going to talk about HBO Max. And we're going to talk about a new show that they're producing, which is a spinoff of the Suicide Squad from James Gunn called The Peacemaker. Now, what is this show about? Uh, I think it's about, I don't really know. It's about a guy shoot guns and shit. Uh, Let me see if I got a picture. Yeah, I do not know who he is. That's what he (laughs) looks like. That's that's the guy John Cena is playing in the movie. So this is what John Cena looks like as Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad. Boom. So. Oh, I don't see it. it. I didn't see it. Oh, there's nothing up. there. It's it's that old invisible John Cena joke. <laughs> Eventually, that joke's oh, gonna die. At, at this point, okay. that joke's gonna die. At this point, wah, it's like Chuck wah, Norris jokes, wah. you know. Waka waka waka. <laughs> oh man, abominable stage. Anyway, <laughs> this is what he looks like. Uh, John Cena, peacemaker, gonna be Suicide Squad. So I guess this is a uh, indication that he lives in Suicide Squad. Maybe, perhaps. Okay, rumor is the male league going to be convoluted. Uh, the convolted came, the conqueror character. Uh, yes, he's going to be in Ant Man three, but the going rumor is that he's supposed to be Kane the Conqueror, but no, no confirmation has been on that yet. But that's what yeah. it seemed like it's going. Yeah, who knows? They could he could be Puck or somebody. Right? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I still think it'll be Black Goliath. You know, that's just me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what do we talk about? Peacemaker. Now, so Peacemaker uh, is going to be produced by James Gunn and some other guys that I don't know about. So this is the movie they're coming out with. Uh, it's going to be on HBO Max. Uh, it's going to be coming after Suicide Squad. So, yeah, they're going all in on this one. Maybe it's a prequel before everything happened. He gets shot like the first five minutes of it. Or maybe they're going to make this a thing. We don't know. So, overall. Uh, but it was one thing I did want to talk about this. Uh, Peacemaker is actually the inspiration for the comedian on Watchmen. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, because like I said, the Peacemaker, and I'll go back to the ugly-ass picture again. Uh, he is a, oh, not that one. <laughs> That'll be later on. Uh, so yeah, like I said, he is a Charleston or, yeah, Charleston character. And when Alan Moore was making Watchmen, he was trying to take all the Charleston characters, which- Yeah, uh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, they bought, like DC bought them in 85. He's like, I'm going to take all these characters and fuck them up, you know, make them all. And DC's like, no, we have plans. <laughs> So make your own characters and fuck them up. So he took each uh, Charleston character, like Blue Beetle. Uh, what's the guy's name? The No Face guy. The Question. Oh, The Question. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the that's Question. Russia, all those guys yeah. like that. And he made his own versions of it and Peacemaker and just made them the Watchmen. So, yeah. So really everything you're doing to see the comedian doing, just replace that with John Cena. So, yeah. There okay. you go. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? <laughs> I love that theme, so daddy gonna lie. Oh, <laughs> uh, now more casting news we got going on. Let's talk about Alden uh, Aldis Hodge is going to be Hawkman in Black Adam, which is going to be the new Rock movie that's going to be coming out. Uh, 
like I said, they teased that he was going to be in it. They teased that basically the JSA was going to be in it. The Hawkman is going to be the leader of the JSA. Uh, but they didn't announce it was going to be in it. So they finally announced. And it was funny. They told an Instagram post of how it was. Uh, Al just thought that he said, oh, this is Dwayne Johnson. No, you're not Dwayne Johnson. Fuck you. complaining on my phone. And it turns out it really was Dwayne Johnson telling him that he got the role. Uh, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Uh, fuck his piece plays the whole character. Pacifist who will use forms, violence, and peace. Pretty much like the comedian character. Kind of like Ultimate Captain America. All the same thing. Assholes that shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, 2000 Man Reborn. So, Aldous Hodge playing as Hawkman. And as you would expect, Eli, people are pissed. <laughs> as they would be because this is what Hawkman looks in the comics. Yeah. Which doesn't look like Aldous Hodge. <laughs> Uh, because the thing is, Hawkman has always been a white man in yeah. the comics from Egypt. Yeah, from Egypt. That's the thing <laughs> I was gonna get about right there. So people are saying it's lazy. People have said it's lazy casting. Uh, why are you always changing our characters? So the the problem isn't what? that they you turn- passed a black guy from a country from Africa. <laughs> right? How dare you? You know what the so hell? the problem is. Yeah, so the problem is SJWs and shit. Right, because we're we're the woke snowflakes and shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're the woke. Because the thing is, uh, Hawkman has a bunch of origins. And one of the origins is that he comes from an you know, he comes from Egypt. He is Prince Kofu, uh, Prince Kofu, a pharaoh, which is a real pharaoh back in Egypt. You know, and I know everybody thinks that this is what Egyptians look like. (laughs) That's what they look like now. Or, or or Liz Taylor. <laughs> or Liz Taylor, right. This <laughs> man Cleopatra. So that's what they look like, but no, Egyptians didn't look like that. And here's the thing. When they wrote uh, Hawkman back in the 1940s like that, and when they had the origin of Prince Khufu, this is what Prince Khufu looked like back then in the 1940s. Yeah. So let's just say that the people that made the comics back in the 40s weren't like historians. You know. So you want to get mad that they're making Hawkman a black man but the question you should be asking is the question you should be upset about is that why is Hawkman a white man to begin with? You know, like I said, he was a Egyptian pharaoh. And before, you know, Greece and whoever else you want to say, you know, yeah. colonized, conquer, or invade, or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever you want to call it. They were black. They were black people in was, Africa. Yeah, it was and, uh, Egypt is in Africa. Look on a map, motherfucker. Right. I know. No matter no matter how much science fiction want to tell you that aliens built pyramids and the Sphinx, <laughs> no, black people made all that shit. I'm sorry. That yeah. look at history. You know. And this makes sense if he's in a black Adam movie. Right. Who was also makes sense. from Egypt. He was right. Egyptian. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This makes sense. Right. So. And plus, it's not even really that big of a deal because one of Hawkman's powers. Like I said, it's a zillion different origins of Hawkman, but one of his powers is that he can reincarnate. So he dies back when he was uh, Prince Khufu. Yeah. He reincarnates. And the thing is, he can reincarnate as anybody. He can yeah. be anybody. Well, who what was was it the DC? Was it uh, Legends or Hawk Woman was on, or Hawk Girl was on? Right, but they didn't of, start that. That was actually like way before. That was like back in like the 90s. So yeah. that's Hawk Girl right there. Hawk Girl has been black in the comics at least since either the 90s or the 2000s. She was black on the show. And like, she was black on the show also. Yeah. Because like I said, they, they're, they're body hoppers. They can they can become yeah. anybody. And they, and they, they just remember. Yeah. Was it right. the Flash or re- who was that? Was it, or Supergirl? It was what I when I back when I was watching those CW shows. I remember we back in up. 2012. Yeah, <laughs> damn, almost ten years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see. Let's see what you got. Apparently, people are raging over this. Why Hawkman isn't kind of D. Oh, Hawkman is below D-list. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> okay, look, I am a hardcore DC. I'm about as hardcore DC fan as you can probably run into, you know, that can make coherent sentences as much as I can. And i tell you this, I don't, sh- I, I, Hawkman is one of the most confusing comic book characters of all time. I can na- name you four origins of his that they've rebooted off the top of my head. And it's more than that. One, like I said, he's an Egyptian pharaoh that got reincarnated, blah, 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 and all this shit like that. Two, he is uh, an alien from the planet Thanagar <laughs> that has a space cop that's just a whole planet of just hawk people that just go around just saving shit and just get stranded on Earth, and that's it. Three, he's an Egyptian. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He's an archaeologist that was, you know, uh, studying Egyptian stuff and stuff like that. But it turns out he was just studying himself because he was reincarnated, <laughs> you know. And the fourth one, he was a fucking angel from heaven. Okay. Came down from God. Any Joined the Justice League. Where, any of those ones where he was like in Flash Gordon or whatever? <laughs> Basically. What was that dude's name? That dude, what was those that dude's name? Men from Flash Gordon. The Hawkman from Flash Gordon. They, they, either they ripped him off or they ripped him off. One of them. Somebody got ripped off. You know. Uh, but the angel from heaven had nothing to do with none of this crazy shit. He just showed up at the Justice League. Superman looked at him and said, hey, you're the new Hawkman. He's like, I don't know what that is, but okay, I'm Hawkman. So he was an angel. Flying around. It was Grant Morrison. So that should tell you all you need to know. So that's four. It's more than that. So Hawkman is freaking confusing. Nobody likes to deal with Hawkman, but you can do whatever you want with Hawkman because it's so, so crazy shit. But to take a, you know, like I said, uh, a character that's oh, yeah. based in ancient Africa and to make him black and you get pissed off about that shit. Almost all of a sudden everybody's uh yeah, everybody all uh, as a hardcore hawkman fan like right everybody's a hawker <laughs> nobody gave a fuck about hawkman <laughs> like i said this is how they had prince khufu in the comics in the 1940s <laughs> they did not know they were not trying to be accurate with this shit so you can't get mad because they're trying to be comic accurate when the comics aren't even accurate uh when grant morrison hawkman was badass uh but yeah but he was like a weird angel that's he's still badass though he's just about <laughs> you know uh and that's the thing like okay at the end of the day Hawkman is still a fictional character, not real. So if they change him to be whatever the fuck you want to be, it don't really matter. Meanwhile, Hollywood is doing this bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the same people complaining <laughs> about Hawkman now are quiet as a church mouse when this shit happens. You know, yeah. what was this, Exodus, Gods of Egypt, or whatever the fuck was going on like that. So this shit yeah. is still happening. This is not what Egyptians look like. Like, you the can mummy, argue about the shit. the mummy movies and shit? And, the mummy movies, yeah. that other weird-ass movie they had. Like, any Egyptian movie, they have them like this. Christian Bale is not Egyptian in any shape or form. Meanwhile, <laughs> Eli, look closely at this. So you got whoever the fuck this guy is and Cleopatra background, a Christian Bale, Batman. But look who's the service in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so they're, they're accurate. They're historically accurate with the slaves. <laughs> but with everybody else, they didn't even want to they- say... <laughs> weren't they jewish people who were slaves back then right but like i said the people that made this shit they don't care they just just do whatever the fuck they want you know so that's all i'm saying so yes you want the comics to be accurate but the people that made the comics don't really know what the fuck they're doing so don't be mad at one thing and then let another thing go by if you're gonna be mad be you know be consistent mm-hmm. you know keep the same energy so is that so, the dude from nwa or not the, the nwa uh the Straight out of Compton movie? Yes, yes. He played MC Ren, which I didn't even realize that was him 
until uh, like I was just looking at his IMDb or something like that. And I'm like, oh, he wasn't straight out of Compton. Okay, he played MC Ren. Yeah. Uh, so he like, and some people, some people are even more upset. <laughs> aside from all the other stuff we did, because we just said that uh, Hawkman is a D-list character, Z-list character. If you want to go there? Hold on, let's see what Iron Man got. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> i'm not even gonna pretend like i even know what that guy's name is i know he played in other movies but whatever his name was but people are upset about this because aldis aldis hodge they want to be somebody else because they wanted to be uh some z-list hawkman character that rock's probably gonna beat the shit out of in the first 10 minutes of the movie you never see him again you know some people want him to be t'challa oh really? yeah honestly eli even before chadwick passed I like remember that invisible movie uh, movie that came out invisible man movie that came out yeah 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 Yeah, i was shocked that that movie came out this year 2020's been so fucked up i forgot that movie came out I this have, year i haven't seen that yet still pretty good movie go watch it but i thought that movie like oh yeah invisible man came out like uh three years ago right like nah 2020 like fuck this <laughs> so he was in that movie he was badass and you watched the whole time the movie like that guy needs to be a fucking superhero somebody need to throw a cape on him hollywood's gonna call this guy eventually to be something somebody and I think, like, yeah, if he was to pick somebody, I probably, even in the end, I was saying, like, that guy make a pretty good, badass Black Panther, you know. But, like I said, he's playing Hawkman. So, <laughs> I don't know. We can talk shit about Z-list superheroes all day. Hell, Black Panther was a Z-list superhero at one time. Shit, Iron Man was, no one gave a shit about Iron Man. Iron so. Man. Hell, Star-Lord <laughs> is one of the biggest things right now. Nobody gave a Star-Lord was in Infinity Gauntlet in the 90s, just in the background, and nobody knew who the fuck he was. Yeah. Like, you're just there. Shit, Ant Man. I don't know. <laughs> They're right. making an Ant Man three. I why? But okay. They ex Stanley. <laughs> what was the worst character you ever invented? He was like, without a doubt, Ant Man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I made that shit. <laughs> yeah. And now they on the third movie where he's fighting Kang the Conqueror. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Man? Anyway, moving past that. Uh, now there was a there was so much shit that happened last week. We had to cut some topics, but this topic I think we both want to talk about. And this topic is that that Marvel has another TV show coming out besides um what was that shit Scarlet Witch, WandaVision, whatever the fuck WandaVision and Falcon the Winter Soldier and all that shit. So they got another one coming out. Like I said, that's not coming on Disney Plus, but this one's coming out on Hulu, and it's called Hellstrom. Now, even though I put Marvel's Hellstrom on there, when you watch the trailer, you watch any promotion on there, Marvel is nowhere to be seen on this shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to make sure that their name is not associated with uh Hellstrom at all. Uh Eli, did you see the trailer? I did, yeah. Uh what what you think? It looked all right. I mean I it looked, sucked, yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm not it looked like supernatural or Buffy the Vampires. It looks like one of a TV, you know, spooky TV show. You know, <laughs> it's just like low budget suck. Just like, yeah. let's just throw some shit out there. It's like Lucifer was successful. Let's just do our own shit. You know? Yeah. It looks like a Constantine. It looks like, yeah. I mean, I would just much rather see a Ghost Rider show. It, it looks like a Gotham. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> no, you know, it, it's not even Gotham. You know what it looks like? Pennyworth. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the Bat- Alfred Pennyworth TV show. <laughs> the Batman show without Batman. That's what I'm, this right. is the Ghost Rider show without Ghost Rider. You know? you know you really don't have money. You just couldn't yeah. go in as a bishop. But wasn't is this like the whole, like the lobe? And this is like the, the last show he was doing. Like that whole other, like the same companies I, I, I that don't did. Think so. I, don't, I don't think so. I think was it? I think this was the last. I think that's why it's on Hulu because it's the last part of that 
group of shows that made Daredevil and Luke Cage and all those Defender shows. Like this was supposed to be like a Midnight Suns series. You know, there was that because they were supposed weren't they supposed to make the the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider show? They they announced it, but I think they canceled. Yeah, it. Yeah, now that none of that shit's getting done now. Right, I think that they, like yeah, this was the like the last. This is like the only one they were doing, and they were going to introduce like. Yeah, Robbie Reyes's Ghost Rider and who knows what else, but they were trying to build another, like you know, the Doctor Strange horror Ghost Rider, Blade and all that shit. You know, the Midnight Suns universe. You know, oh, and, and for those Siders, people, what we're talking about, like I said, Hellstrom is a Marvel comic, but it wasn't called Hellstrom. It was yeah. called yeah, the Son of Satan. Yeah, He's which is probably why Marvel took their name off this property because people got to start researching the Son of Satan and see Amy what he can Hellstrom, do. Yeah. Yeah, Damien Hill, Hillstrom, that's his name. He is the son of Satan. That's his powers, you know. Basically, like Lucifer, but like the son of Lucifer. And he uh, was all, he was part of the Midnight Suns with Ghost Rider and Blade. And uh, let, let me let me set the background to this, because the reason this happened, because like I said, I don't know how much you guys know about comic book history, but there was this book called The Seduction of the Innocent, which fucked everything up back in the oh, 50s. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what they did is that they banned any kind of horror comics, occult comics, anything like that. That's why it was just nothing but just superhero shit from, from like the 1950s to like the 1970s. Like it was the nothing but The comics code, yes. The comics code. The comics code wouldn't approve anything other than like fluffy superhero shit. But in the 70s, they lifted it a little bit. They were like, okay, we're going to let you do horror shit again. We'll let you do late cold monster movies. You can bring it back. And so when Marvel got that green light, they went ape shit. That's when you got Werewolf by Night. That's when you got the Son of Satan. That's when you got Blade. That's when you got Tomb of Dracula. That's when you got Frankenstein. That's when you got uh Man Thing. Mor- Morbius, the living <laughs> vampire. Morbius, the living vampire. Like yeah. Marvel just went nuts in the 70s. They're like, oh, we could we could do this now? Okay. And then- yeah, and then they did like the eerie and creepy and Conan comics, but they were in magazine form, so they didn't count as a comic book because they were magazine size. Right. Yeah. So they got to rewrite any way they can, you know. Yeah. So Kevin Feige hates Jeff Lowe. Oh yeah, he hates his guts. <laughs> Can't stuff for first embracing against Asian people. Fuck off, Feige rebooting all this Asian shit. Yeah. Uh, him and Perlmutter. Per- fuck Perlmutter too. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I, think, I think Jeff Lowe, like uh, like the ninja in Daredevil, is gonna get a bigger role. But he was like, I don't want that Asian to get a bigger role. So he's like, fuck him. Yeah, he said something about, yeah. I heard he yeah, said some shit. Like that, and... so. Yeah, so let's think about that. So, yeah. yeah. It's too bad. The guy the guy who wrote Teen Wolf and uh, Commando. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like I said, looks like shit. I don't care. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I like I like I said, I'd much rather just see a Ghost Rider I'm sorry. Show. If you expect, uh, that's why I was asking you. Like, if you expect us to review this shit, I, I don't no. care. No, I don't. I don't, I, I don't care. I, I'd want. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I know that. Yeah, he's part. Like I, that was my shit back in like high school. Yeah. The whole Midnight Suns, Ghost Rider, Danny Ketch, and Johnny Blaze, and all their fighting Lilith and the Dark Hole book and all that shit. You know, that was my shit. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then when I, I heard I, they were I doing the Ghost Rider another show, Marvel property did it on Hulu, Runaways. I actually okay. did get back and watch Runaways. It was watchable. That's yeah, all I like. Now, Cloak and Dagger, fuck that show. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't yeah. watch any of that shit. You know, yeah. I didn't watch. Runaway. I can tolerate some of it, but yeah, <laughs> that when it goes that far, like Cloak and Dagger was like straight teen drama. That's what it was. <laughs> so, yeah. oh man, we might do this shit. Let's uh, yeah, let's go to the video game section. Now, Eli, I got this is very important news that people are fucking up right now. I gotta let them know this is urgent urgent message going on right now now i know everybody is out there pre-ordering xboxes and playstation even though you can't get them it's trying to order them possible 
But when the Xbox finally went on pre-order this week, people were fucking up because they were <laughs> buying the wrong Xbox. Okay. Now, the thing about the Xbox, you know, they got the Xbox Series X and they got the Xbox Series S. And last generation had the Xbox One. So what happened when the Xbox Series X went on sale for pre-order, people were buying the Xbox One from last year, thinking they're buying the new Xbox. So people, please read the what you're buying. And, and you know, you got those soccer moms out here. They just see, they think everything. My mom thinks everything is an Xbox. <laughs> Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, it's an Xbox, you know. Yeah. So mom's just going on just seeing Amazon see Xbox and it's like number five in sales. She's just gonna click in that speaker. Now, this is where they fuck this is where uh Xbox, I blame Xbox, Microsoft, and I blame Amazon for this. Because Xbox, they did cancel these, but they didn't request to uh bring them back. So Amazon's just selling through any Xbox ones they have left. But really, this shit should have been off the shelves. This shit should have not been in the search bar. Like, if I want to search for an Xbox, it should not be an old-ass Xbox pop-up. I want the new shit. But yeah. people don't know any better. That's just that's where we live in. Let me say, anything else? No, that's it. That being said, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, this is the comic books where we uh the comic bullies where we talk about oh, comic books. We're flying tonight. But yeah, I thought we had more time tonight, but we didn't. So, but honestly, I think this is gonna take pretty long anyway. So I thought you were gonna uh, go longer about the whole Egypt thing, but okay. I thought it was too, but I when I looked at it, I'm like, no, nah, that's all the points I had. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had what I had. yeah, I'm I'm finished. Yeah. So yeah, uh Eli, I'm gonna let you go first on whatever book you want to do. Um are you you're doing maestro? Uh, we'll flip a coin, but because I got like four books, man. And you said, How many did you read? Fuck it, let me go first. Let me go first. Let me, let me, get, <laughs> let me, let me get set up. Let me get set up. Get that X Men read out the way. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. I was trying to stall. That's what I was trying to do. I, like, I don't want to do this. Shit. Well, should I, you want me to do this dead shot or I mean, Suicide Squad? We'll wait. We'll wait. Let's go ahead and knock out. Let's knock out X Men because this is the oh. shit that uh, there was the number one selling book of last week. So we know it's the shit that everybody wants to see. So because it's X Men, X Men, X Men, and this is the book that everybody's been looking for. This is Ten of Swords, not X of Swords. Oh, not Ten of Swords. Not Kiss of Swords. <laughs> not Kiss of Swords. Not Cross of Swords. You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, why do X Men do this shit? I don't know. They hate us, man. I don't know. So, all right. So the book starts off. Let's just jump into it. This is. <clears throat> This is a hefty book. It was five dollars, and you got, and they made you work for it. You everything. Hickman this was sixty it. pages. Hickman wrote it. Hickman wrote it. I, Hickman wrote it, but it had all that other like Excalibur shit. Basically, you have to be knowledgeable about every X book out. So it had every all the X diagrams book. and the and the, the architecture designs. And oh, all that shit. All yeah, that. a whole page of it. Just just that. Of <laughs> not shit that was in the books already. Just shit that Hickman wants you to know about this story right now. Meanwhile, you got to know about X uh, Excalibur. You got to know about Marauders. You got to know about all this other shit. And if you miss it, you can be like, "Huh?" So okay. let's see what we got. I have arrived, Marshall Lewis. What's up? What's up? Wherever you are, is he with you or with me? I don't know. I, I don't anyway. know him. What's up, y'all? <laughs> glad, glad you're here, though. Yeah. Uh, welcome, welcome to the show. All right. So let's talk about uh, ten of. Tennis swords? Exosaurs? Sword shit. Anyway. Look, fuck us. Go listen to this geese and comics. Gomer eats this shit up. He loves his X-Men shit. 
<laughs> yeah, he's read every single book, knows everything about it. He'll break it down, listen to what's going on right there. But anyway, the book starts off with in the other world, you know, that alternate dimension that was never explained before, but explained now. They decided this, they're selling crazy. Like all the X books are like top five, top 10, all shit like that. So nobody's buying any DC shit. It's just Batman, X-Men, 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 and that's it. So uh, going on with this book now. So the four horsemen of apocalypse are invading this alternate dimension called Otherworld. Because remember, we talked about what he said, Krakoa has been split into two islands. The other islands have been thrown to another dimension, and the four horsemen of apocalypse are ruling that uh, uh, dimension, and they're just fucking up everything because they're the four horsemen of apocalypse, just destroying shit left and right. Uh, they got their whores destroying shit. That was and- what apocalypse, that was like apocalypse's. Uh- wasn't Apocalypse did that other Araco or whatever? Right. He he was in control of Araco also, but he sent Araco Araco to the other dimension. But he sent all the four horsemen, his four horsemen, the original four horsemen, they went with them, you know. So they're all gone. Oh uh, so they're they're fucking up this other place, and the place is called what is it called? It's not Araco, it's uh the Sky Citadel, the Space Citadel, some shit. Some Starlight Citadel. That's what it's called, the Starlight Citadel. Uh, and some chick names uh, Saturnine, I think. Let me show you what she looked like. I thought she was Emma Frost at first, but her name is Saturnine, and she has her high priestess priestesses with her, and they go with her. And her, and she's, I think she's a mutant also. I think everybody here is a mutant, you know. But they don't really explain the power. And I think her power is she can tell the future, so she reads these four cards to tell the future. And let me just break this down because it's actually pretty cool. I'm gonna break all this down for you. So the, she reads five cards. And the five, the first card she reads is called Judgment. Let me put that on there. First card she reads is called Judgment. And I think that is basically saying it shows Apocalypse. And it's saying that he will be judged or he will be reborn or some shit. Uh, the next card you read is Four of Wands, which is the, the Four Horsemen of Apocalypse. You know, uh, The next card is the Hangman, which means that somebody will be sacrificed. It's Apocalypse in front of it. Or he will sacrifice something to get there. So these are like tarot cards or whatever? These tarot cards. She's reading the future. And you got the Eight of Cups. You got the Four of Wands. The Eight of Cups, which is Apocalypse's wife and also Annihilation, who has the Twilight Sword that he been trying to stop everybody from get. And then you have the Ten of Swords. So she's predicting that these warriors will come down and save this dimension. You know, so that's going on with them right now. So what what is the fuck is going on right now? The point is of this story is that Apocalypse built a gateway to this other dimension without the quiet council's approval you know so they're like of course he did of course he did because he's a part of what the fuck you want to do you yeah know? they got they got they basically hired hitler to be basically on the council. You know, he's just and they just think he was just gonna just fall because nazis gomer because ah! <laughs> <laughs> they just do what they want to do so basically you know apocalypse is saying i built a uh, gateway to the other world i'm gonna bring the other half of krakoa back to this one but i and i need you know the X-Men to help me. And the Quack House was like, no. Matter of fact, shut that shit. And it was like, and even though you didn't tell us you were going to build it, he's like, Krakoa is just like, look. Matter of fact, Krakoa tells them you can't close the gate. The gate must stay open. He was like, because if you don't, I'm kicking all of you off the off the island. Like, all the X-Men got to go. So, so the X-Men have to do what Krakoa says. You know, so that's the weird shit going around. So, but at the same time, they can't close the gate. But they did tell Apocalypse, look, whatever you do next, you do not have approval of the Quiet Council. So you take your own people, you know, uh, and do whatever you got to do. And Apocalypse is like, well, of course. And, you know, he's got that that face. Let me show you. 
the apocalypse face in Savanur, you know, <laughs> cool face right there. So apocalypse is like, okay, I don't have approval of crime council, but I'll take my own team to go down there. So he just recruits any volunteers want to come with him. So he's got like Havoc, he's got Polaris. Uh mainly they're going because if the crime council can't go, they're sending their family members to go. So Cyclops is sending his brother to go, Magneto sending his daughter to go, you know, Polaris. Uh, all the other X-Men are there. You got Bees. You got Archangel. Archangel's only going not because he's forced to go. He's only going because he don't trust Apocalypse. He knows Apocalypse is going to do some fuck shit. I want to watch everything he does. Just you know? following orders. Right. <laughs> and you got Summoner, which is it's been explained before. That's Apocalypse's grandson. You know. So, of course, he's going also. Um, so they finally get down to the other world. They take the portal down there. And they get there. And Apocalypse runs into the Four Horsemen. And the X-Men is like, the Four Horsemen? And, of course, the Four Horsemen are Apocalypse's kids. So, yeah, so these are all his kids, the Four Horsemen, this one. So, uh, And they've been ruling this place for, like, centuries or whatever like that. You know, these are my children. So he finally sees his kids, you know, for the first time in, like, hundreds of years, thousands of years. Who knows? I, we don't know the X-Men's timeline. Uh, and the kids just like, uh, Father, you've returned. And he's like, how did y'all live so long? He was like, oh, well, Father, let me tell you a secret. It wasn't because of love. And then, what's the name? Pestilence? Death? I don't know my four horsemen. I don't know the Bible like I should. Pestilence? Yeah, there's a pestilence. Pestilence, death, famine, war, whatever yeah. like that. So she tells me. That's them, dude. Oh, I didn't <clears throat> name them. Okay, cool. Yeah, I did it's from a Metallica song, which was in uh, Apocalypse. They play that Metallica song, the Four Horsemen. Let's pretend like I'm not a Metallica fan. Yeah, in the X Men Apocalypse movie, the movie sucked. <laughs> you know, had the Metallica song. <laughs> I did it. Now I got to rewatch it. Yeah, the four, and the I'm song's called the song's called the Four Horsemen. You know, I'm, I'm a Glyph a bunch. I'll watch it again. But anyway, uh, the Four Horsemen tell Apocalypse, "We live, Father, but not because of love, because of hatred." And he stabs the shit out of him. Oh damn! Meanwhile, his grandson is in the background stabbing him in the back. Symbolism, I guess, because <laughs> he stabbed him in the back, he betrayed him, you know. So, that's yeah, pretty so, cool. yeah, so the four horsemen just fuck up apocalypse, you know. So, that's you know, the prophecy, the hangman. So, now all our war stars, the four horsemen are fighting the X Men, all stuff like that. But then that chick with the tarot cards sees all the fighting going on, and she's just like, uh uh, y'all gotta stop fighting, y'all not finna just fuck up my all the work because I rule this shit, you know. And then she goes down there. While Polaris is uh fucking up all kind of shit, she goes down there and stops the fight. And I mean, stop the fight. She stops everybody in their tracks. I'm trying to get down there and show you the picture. I don't know who drew this shit, but man, it's some cool shit. Cool yeah, it looks work. good. That the, the dude, the same dude that did uh the Powers of X or the Ten of X, whatever like that. He did yeah. all that shit. Yeah. So fuck, I'm trying to show you that picture. Um, this one, this one, yeah. So she stops the fight in everybody's tracks. Nobody can go anywhere because she has the power to like freeze time. So they stop like in midair. Nobody can do anything. And then this is what she says. She tells everybody, oh, since you're the uh, four horsemen of apocalypse. So since you're saying you rule that you're part of the nation, uh, so y- y'all going to stop fighting and y'all going to handle this like diplomats. And she's basically saying, so you're going to do trial by combat. Yeah, we're going to do trial by combat. And I'm going to send one of my four horsemen to fight one of your emissaries to uh to stop us from going to Krakoa. Because they're, they're basically the four horsemen are headed to Krakoa to conquer Krakoa. And she's just like, okay, yeah, I have my warriors right here. X-Men. Like, she didn't even know the X-Men. She's like, y'all going to fight for me. 
you know. Okay. So she picks, <laughs> uh, like, who did she pick? Polaris. She picked Polaris. And they name, the they choose their weapons of choice. And basically, the weapons of choices are swords, the, tens right? of, the Ten of Swords. Right. Okay. So she names all the swords. So basically, how the fight starts, that they have to name all the swords. Let me see if I can name them all. Um, X name them all, but I'm not. Some of this shit I remember, some of this shit I don't. Let's see. It's uh the Twilight Blade, which we had, the Red Sword of War, the Colony, the Seducer. Never heard of that one. Uh the Miramasa, which is that shit that always show up in Wolverine comics. Uh the Sword of Might, the God Killer, Warlock, the Soul Sword, Skybreaker, and whatever that weird sword that ma- magic always has. Oh, that okay. One. Yeah. Yeah, that one too. So basically the point is they have to get all they're gonna meet back in three days. You have to collect all the swords, and we collect the swords, we're gonna have a fight to the death. Whoever wins, that's who gets the nation. If the four horsemen win, they get Krakoa. If the X-Men win, they get the Araco, the other half of the, of the thing. So that's basically what the sword, the, the ten of swords is about. Oh, but there's a stinger ending. The stinger ending is that Cyclops is doing all some other bullshit going on, and they find this this base. That they get and they activate it, and the base they activate is the sword base, like the Aegis of Sword. So apparently it's been gone because the thing is the rights have been tied up with Fox all the time, so they couldn't use sword. Now they have Fox rights back, they can use sword again. So, okay. so and there's gonna be a tie-in book with sword coming in. So yeah, ten of swords, whatever. A lot of shit, a lot of breakdown, a lot of hefty words, and I didn't even get into all the notes that hickman had with this shit also um oh and this is part one of 22 <laughs> holy shit right is this, a, is this bi-weekly or how long is this going? i think it's like weekly and i think it's gonna be like seven because you know the it's gonna be in all the x-books oh, gonna just, oh this go. is gonna be like you're gonna be talking about this shit next week yeah, yeah I, it depends <laughs> depends or i might yeah, just I, listen to this I, i'm not different. i'm not doing like the house of x shit with you we're not we're that, not I, I said I'll read it if you do. I'm not doing it this time. <laughs> like one of twenty-two, and as much as she did, and it like it's gonna get crazy and crazy and crazy. Because I jump, I was with you with Empire, and then <laughs> Empire was simple. This shit is like what the fuck, man? Tarot cards? What the hell? Uh, the more extreme sin in the middle of the X Men come, the more feels like you just set up for Avengers versus X Men sequel. It's coming. Like I said, they already fought the Fantastic Four once, kicked their ass. So yeah. Um, but overall, I give the book a three point five out of five. The art was gorgeous. The story was meaty if i can say if i can say that there's a there's a lot they throw in there in this story and it got me on board just like oh shit i'm just gonna have this like it's it's cool a bunch of swords okay but basically it boils down to uh they fighting for the other half of the core that's what it boils down to and they got they got and they got to fight to the death with swords that's the rule it's the rules of the game they're fighting uh but yeah that's that's what i got so uh what you got next should i do immortal she hulk yeah, next step out. Boom. Okay. I've been, I been meaning to get this, but I knew you were going to read it, so I didn't bother. Okay. Immortal She-Hulk. This is Al Ewing. Sort of expanding on what's going on in the Immortal Hulk. This is the three deaths of... Uh... Hold on. Get that up. Get it out of a guided view so I can see this shit. Oh, whoops. Yeah, so. The three deaths of Jennifer Walters. So... We are finding out that, you know, in Al Ewing's Immortal Hulk series, there is a place called the The Green place, Door. The Green Door, the Green Hell, the place below all. Everybody who's 
um, gamma beings go there, but then they come back through a green door. Everybody has their own individual green door. They come back to life if they choose to do so. Now, this sort of follows Jennifer Walters, or AKA She-Hulk, and every time she's died and gone to hell and come back. So basically when she was shot, it goes back to her origin. When she was shot by the mob, mm-hmm. you know, she went to, you know, green hell, you know, and then of course, Bruce Banner did the blood transfusion, turned her into She-Hulk. She came back. The thing is, she doesn't remember green hell. Every time she dies, she doesn't remember going to green hell. Um, and then that uh, talks about the time uh, during Civil War II when she died, when Thanos killed her. Mm-hmm. And um, so she went to hell again. Well, see, here's the thing. You, you're saying it, but all these times, they were originally stories of she was in a coma. You know? Yeah. But, but I guess they say, nah, she, she died. She died. She went to green hell. And the second time, what happened the second time she met, that's when she met uh, Brian Banner, Bruce's dad. And that's when he explains to her about, you know, this isn't hell. This is the place below. Hell is actually nice compared to this place. This Damn. is the green hell for Hulk beings. The source of all rage is this, is this place, the green hell, the place below all. Um, and um, he explains about the, uh, the green door. She goes back. The thing is, she doesn't really remember every time she comes back. So, you know, she knows she can't die. So she has a conversation with Wolverine. You know, she's like, hey, man, you've died and came back a bunch of times. How do you deal with it? And he's like, oh, I just, well, I get drunk and I keep, you know, working, which, you know, and we know what Wolverine's work is. It's killing motherfuckers. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's what right? I that's what I do. I get, I keep myself drunk and I keep myself busy and that's kind of how I deal with things. And, you know, she's like, okay, well, uh, that's not kind of not how I want to deal with things, but all right. Then she talks to Thor and the Thor's an Asgard. He's a God. It's like, you're immortal. You, you don't ever die. Yeah, he died much time too, but yeah. you know, how do you deal with being immortal? And Thor's like, oh, well, I'm not immortal. I can die. Um, I just killed Galactus. He's dead. Wow, they keep the continuity going, okay. Yeah, I killed Galactus, he's not immortal, and I saw the future where Thanos kills me, so I'm not immortal Oh, so he says all this shit? Wow. Yeah, 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 Yeah. he's like, I'm not immortal, so we're going to die someday. Um, She's like, okay, well, that's not what I wanted to hear either. So then it talks about when she goes and gets killed by the Katadi in Empire. Right, that's that's what I'm waiting on, okay. yeah. Yeah, so she goes down to hell. Green hell, you know, she died. The Kotati killer, she goes down to hell. There she meets the leader. And the, and the leader says, hey, yeah, we can't die. You know, we'll keep, in the end, it's just going to be us in the end. And uh, she's like, okay, so it's basically all the Hulks versus you. We're just going to be mm-hmm. beating the shit out of you and for eternity then. She's, right. she's not worried. <laughs> she's like, oh, but you don't know. I, I know about the green door. He explains about the green doors. And then he talks about the red doors, which I had mentioned in the last Immortal Hulk. The red door, if you go through, you're dead. But what they reveal in this one, the leader is the one turning everybody's green doors into red doors. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the, yeah. He explains it right here. He's like, yeah. So if you go through, you you can either stay here or you can go back through the red door. But if you die, you're dead dead you're not coming back so, so hulks can die so hulks can die if they go through the red door so she comes back to life and she's like 
okay, I can't die. And that's where it ends. You know, she's sort of in so your she bed. The red door? She went through the red door. She's back to life. And she's like, okay, I can't die now. She knows she's going to die someday. And she can't, she knows if she dies, it's for real this time. So wow, that's where it ends. Um, I don't know if this is a one shot or what, because it doesn't say to be continued. But I was like, damn, this was pretty fucking cool. Right. That's <laughs> why I didn't know if I want to jump into it, because I didn't know if it was like one shot or continued story. Because I haven't been reading Immortal Hulk to begin with, yeah. but it looked like it's carrying on that story. Yeah. So I thought this was dope. This is like, shit, fuck it. I'll give it a five out of five. I, I was into it. It really ties into the Immortal Hulk uh, storyline. And then it just sounds like it's, he's referring to all these other stories and the continuity, you know, all these other old stories, you know. So, you heard he on comic book bullies first. A She-Hulk book gets a five out of five. That's right. You Your male, move, atheist. Yeah. You male pussies who were offended by that. Oh, oh. Bullies. oh the She-Hulk, her tits are small. Oh. <laughs> oh shit okay what do we got next uh let me like out a let me like knock out an easy one uh juggernaut number one okay i didn't tell you i was reading this one but i was like fuck it i was curious like why not juggernaut okay so juggernaut if you haven't been keeping up with him which i haven't i don't know what the fuck going on he works for damage control now and all he does is just I did not know that. yeah tear down bu- uh buildings and shit that's all he does that makes sense yeah, because he's yeah. just a big smashing dude. So, yeah, he just goes around tear down buildings, shit like that. He tears down one building and actually gets the building, you know, the, the tenants fight back. You know, they attack him. Uh, and one one person even strong enough to actually, like, stop him from even moving. You know, like, wait, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that, but I'm like, why didn't you say that? You know. Holy shit balls. Holy <laughs> right. shit balls. You're the juggernaut. <laughs> uh, so, and then it's just saying, like, what juggernaut's been up to the last time. Uh, Last time we left him, he was stuck in limbo and he had to give up his old suit of armor in order to escape limbo because you have to give up something you love or whatever that shit they say, you know. But somehow he got another suit of armor, which is another story they'll explain later on. I had time for that one. But anyway, he goes back fucking up more buildings and shit like that. And while he's fucking up the buildings, uh, at first he's thinking that they're hitting him with some kind of like a levitation beam, but it's not that. It's some kind of kinetic energy stealing momentum thing that they're hitting him with. So whatever it does, it stops motion, you know. So and he's like, so it must be some kind of mutant in here, right? And it turns out that it's not a mutant; it's some girl. Uh, the girl is named D Cell. She's beginning to big buzz right now. We have a new black superhero. We don't even know she's gonna die at the end or whatever. whatever. <laughs> you're gonna make anyway, a, they're gonna make a book and no one's gonna buy it. <laughs> right, basically what it is. Uh, look at our we're making new characters, you know. But anyway, her name is D Cell. That's what we call her name. The whole book is basically her and Juggernaut becoming friends. That they ain't fight. electricity, right? She's <laughs> not electricity this time, you know. <laughs> Maybe she got hawk wings this time. That's gonna be a thing now. We got Falcon, we got Hawkman now. That's a new thing. <laughs> Oh man. So she hits Juggernaut with her deceleration beam, which is supposed to just stop everything still. But like I said, he's the Juggernaut bitch. So he keeps on walking to it. She's like, how is he doing that? You know, so he, whatever. Uh something happens, the building collapses on it. She gets hurt, whatever, like that. Uh not Goliath. Fuck his name. Juggernaut takes her to a hospital. They become friends. They talk. They meet up. She takes some selfies with him, stuff like that. And she's like, why don't she become a hero? You're like, I'm not a hero. That's not my thing. I, I don't do that shit the other guys do. You're like, well, you should. And if she shows a picture, matter of fact, the first thing you do is do a hero is you can stop this guy. And it's the Hulk. Oh, shit. To be continued. So no let's shit. see if they in show. In, in Juggernaut 2? In Juggernaut number 2. Yeah, that's the, the cover of next issue. 
So uh-huh. the cool shit is gonna happen in the next book, not this one. <laughs> That's how overall, they get you. <laughs> yeah, overall, uh Juggernaut becomes best friends with a teenage black chick that's not a mutant that got power some other kind of way that's and not that's electricity powers not electricity power not yet she will get probably get them later on <laughs> yeah i have hidden powers you know so yeah so overall uh three out of five it was kind of a wasted book i was gonna face the hulk again i don't even know if i want to see that shit again we've seen it so many times but yeah. let's go to the callers let's see what we got uh, there's a lot of mythos reinvention in Marvel right now. It's cool, which I'm cool with. You know, Juggernaut and Friends is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Juggernaut and Friends. It's uh, a yeah. cartoon, man. It sounds like a cartoon. Juggernaut and Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she, what book you got next? Uh, well, I got like two or three more books. Are you doing Maestro? Because I got like two more. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, I, okay. I'll, I'll do Maestro. I'll do Maestro. Okay. So then I'll do, I'll do uh, Suicide Squad then. Yeah, yeah, you can do Suicide Squad because after that, that'll be all the books I have. But yeah, you can do. Uh, so, you, what were you doing first, Suicide Squad? I'll do Suicide Squad. Cool. Let me get you set up. Okay, I did read this one. Okay. Uh, you didn't really need me for this one, Eli. Okay. Now, I, I. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll jump in where I need to jump in, but you well, didn't need me. I don't know who any of these motherfuckers are, so I don't. <laughs> so, and I haven't read a suicide like the tom taylor suicide squad run i haven't read since like number three or four so i have no idea what's happening um but apparently it starts out uh with chaos kitten and phylacine oh don't don't ask me who those people are i have no idea i have no they are i don't know who they are either obviously they're on the suicide squad they're kidnapping uh a sent let me get it off guided view damn it i thought it okay they're oh, kidnapping a senator. Chaos kitten, yeah. There, there yeah. you go. Boom. They 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 kidnap the state senator who's in cahoots with some corporate asshole, corrupt corporate asshole, and they take him down to the ocean. And um, Finn, some dude named Finn, who I imagine well, I don't is, know either, but I I, yeah. I imagine he has aqua powers. Yeah, I'm sure he's from you know Atlantis, Atlantis or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he's interrogating them about you know the 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 corporate guy that he's in cahoots with. Um, then it cuts to. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, th- this is a backstory you do need to know. There is one person I didn't know. The corporate guy they're looking for is Ted Cord. Yeah, that dude. Okay. So Ted Cord, pre New 52, is the Blue Beetle. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the I guy was... that Maxwell Lloyd shot in the head. But like I said, they rebooted him. He may not necessarily be the Blue Beetle, but. You know, and honestly, I don't even think he's as I don't even think he's who they think he is. I think he is a good guy. They just think he's a fucked up dude. So I think they're framing Ted Core. Like I said, Marina's story, but there's no way I believe Ted Core is doing the shit they say he's doing. Okay. Ted Core. No. All right. Well, yeah, he's doing shit. I don't know. He's corrupt, whatever. Um, so then we go to Harley Quinn and Deadshot, and they're having a conversation about this is, I guess, their last mission. Mm-hmm. And I guess Deadshot is out after this. He's yeah, because it's supposed to be a five year mission. After you get yeah. you. You know, yeah, it's his last, and they're kind of rem, hey, you know. Um, but then for some reason, Deadshot's daughter is there. Um, (laughs) and she's shooting birds and her and her dog, uh, dog shot, dog, okay. Um, (laughs) and 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 uh, so there's just like kind of a touching moment between Deadshot and his daughter shooting animals that how serial killers start off, yeah. And he's basically telling, hey, you can't be shooting 
things, man. And she's like, well, you shoot people for a living. He's like, yeah, but I don't want you to turn out the way like I did. You know, I want you a, a better life for you, you know? And they said, okay, well, if you, if, if I can't shoot anything, then you can't shoot anything either. And he kind of makes her pinky swear. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will not kill anybody ever again. You know, mm-hmm. even so, though they have a last mission to go kill somebody. They got, yeah, their last mission to go kill this guy. So they go, um, they, they got this, this billionaire corporate dude has got his own Island. He's got his own city. He's building, um, they they got to, uh, infiltrate it. Um, they use, what's the guy's name? Tiger man. Uh, zebra man. Z- Remember Z- that was Z- the guy that got his dick bit off. Yeah. You said it was his dick. Yeah. Zebra man. <laughs> <laughs> stripes. He's got stripes. Anyways, he can somehow put a, like, uh, uh, a orb around people, a protective force field. I don't know his people. powers. I just know he got half a dick. That's all I know. <laughs> those who know we're talking about, go listen to like our old podcast. You know, yeah, Reg, Reggie Rorschach from uh, Doomsday Clock. I guess. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah, Leroy theorizes that he got his bit dick bit off. Which the <laughs> the creators of that book neither confirmed nor denied. Because I asked them, they responded. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, hey man, did his dick get bit off? <laughs> like, I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, they 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 sneak onto the island by going underwater in this like protective force field orb that Zebra Man can somehow make, I guess. And they uh, and they fight their way through the city and up to the the skyscraper. And, and they fought, sees them coming the whole time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, and then they get to the, they get to the fucking, uh, they get they get to the billionaire guy, and then there's Superman. Superman's da, da, there. Yep. Yeah. He's like, hey, okay, guys, I'll take it from here. <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys did good, but I'll take it from here. And uh, you know, Harley, I know what Harley said was pretty funny. She's like, damn it, you know, our job is to kill that guy, and you're taking the cathartic release, you know, that comes from. <laughs> completing a, a an assassination mission you're taking that away from us <laughs> um and then what's this 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 big chick's name i forget her name now that i don't know i now i want to say it's knockout but don't quote me on it because they Oc- never give a name oceda she's like a new Oc- character i guess she's related to bane or something huh? she's like okay yeah she's like related to bane she's this big giant puerto rican broad um and she like goes up to uh, Superman and it's like right, like put, put a finger in his face and shit. Yeah, like, it's like he's gonna destroy a country. He's this guy needs to get. He needs to die. You Justice League, you're just gonna like throw him into jail or whatever. He's gonna escape and he's gonna do all the shit over again. You Justice League folks, superheroes are no worse than the government or no. You know what? And that was actually a good point she was making. Yeah, like the said, superheroes, all they do is just maintain status quo. So these asshole billionaires, yeah, you know, y'all keeping them in power. Yeah, and I thought that was dope. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, you're doing their job for them. Yeah, you know? so they finally said, stand down, stand down. And so they all, all the Suicide Squad. Zebra Man, the dickless. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> DC Black, the dickless one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could show that, you know. They could show, right, it's you know, Black they, Label, so. Yeah, yeah, they showed Batman's dick, so they can show. Well, they bleeped it out, you know. You know, zebras. But you didn't half, have a dick, so now you yeah. just show like, yeah. hey, this what zebra's happened. Half, half dick, you know. Right. It could be all like, yeah, fuck you. I ain't got no dick. This is just big fucking balls, man. Fuck <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, that would so, be disturbing. 
<laughs> so um so anyways all the suicide squad storm out like okay but then dead shots like hey man can i ask you a favor my daughter looks up to you you know and i'm trying to like you know uh you know i, I i'm i'm this is my last mission i'm free after this and he's like oh congratulations you know, I know you got, you know, Superman's like telling him, you know, I know you guys did some questionable things, but you did some good too. You know, so, okay. And Deadshot's like, all right, can you sign, uh, you know, sign an autograph for my daughter, you know? And uh, so Superman's like, sure, I would, I'll, I'll do that. So he signs the autograph and then Deadshot looks at it. And he's like, I knew it. I never told you my daughter's name. Right. You but know? he wrote his daughter's name on the, on the yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. To Zoe, whatever. Love Superman or whatever. And then, um, so he's looking at the magazine. All of a sudden, pow! Dead shots get shot right in the chest. Yeah, it almost then, looked like a heat, like a heat vision laser. But it, yeah, it was a bullet. Yeah. Yeah, and then he looks up, and Superman is actually Black Mask. Yeah. Uh, Black Boom. Mask has some some has somehow disguised himself to be Superman. I don't and know how. Everybody has to take that knowledge. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's just disguised. Yeah. Yeah. So he was pretending to be Superman, and. Uh, Black because the, the crash window, they realized that the crash was done by somebody. That window was crashed already. So yeah. this whole thing was staged, right? Yeah. He's like, if Superman broke through this glass, there would, have, there would have been glass on the inside. There's no glass here. So I knew it. I knew this was a whole setup. And then Black Mass is like, yep, it was. And then he shoots Deadshot in the head. And Deadshot goes flying out the window along with, with the Tech Horde. Yeah. Yeah. And then it says to be continued or next it, it, dead it, shot, next shot, dead. shot shot dead. <laughs> <laughs> bang oh what did, who did someone did his daughter oh when he's like earlier on in the comic when um dead shots like yeah i can't kill anybody on this mission he's like okay maim shot or whatever right <laughs> i can't kill but i can shoot somebody i just can't kill him <laughs> yeah <laughs> color maim yeah. shot so yeah i thought that was pretty funny yeah like i said it's tom taylor we should have been reading this shit yeah i mean taylor. It, it was pretty cool. I didn't like. I, I haven't been keeping up, but dropping in and seeing this, it was entertaining. I give it a four out of five. You yeah. know. Only thing is, is that no reason to keep going because all those books that DC uh, said they were going to cancel, that's one of them. Yeah. Actually, actually, no. I think that I think it was only the last eleven issues anyway. Yeah, it's. I know the series is coming to an end somehow. So yeah, because only like two it's issues not, left. Not anyway, much left so, in this. Yeah. So. So. But, you know, and honestly, I thought uh, he died already anyway when you said, you know, Deadshot died. Like, I thought he was already dead. What was that one? There was a Batman story where Batman disguised himself as Deadshot, went into Arkham. I think he snuck into Arkham as Deadshot. And then whoever shot Deadshot in the head, like brains flew out of the back of his head. And, oh, you thought he was dead. And it turns out it was Batman in the Deadshot suit. And he had, like, blood a a squib or something in the back of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had this, a squib in the back so it made it look like he was getting shot in the head. I don't know. <laughs> right. No dead shot in film, no dead shot in comics. Since <laughs> right, right. No, oh, yeah, but yeah. he's gonna be in that video game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh kill the Justice League. So but he's white though. <laughs> no, he's black in a video game. Oh, that's right. He is white. Yeah, he's black in a video game. Yeah. Okay. But he was white in Arkham. In Arkham, which is supposed to be in the same universe, but you know, they want you to forget that shit. <laughs> Pepper's Farms remembers. <laughs> uh, what book we got next? Uh, I guess we do Maestro. Yeah, you can do Maestro. All 
All right, let's do Maestro. I, I, I hate I had to take this away for you. I know you wanted to do this one, but I know you you know this universe more than I do. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So this is Maestro number two. So yeah, the book starts off with, like I said, the last book left off. It was a nuclear war. It's been years. We really don't know how many years has passed, but it's enough years that some shit went down. And it's like you know, Mount Rushmore is just completely fucked. You know, uh, Hulk is just going around the. The, you know, the United States, and everywhere he goes, he just see more fucked up shit. You know, uh, he goes to Vegas where you know, with his old stomping ground, he was Mr. Fix It mm-hmm. completely destroyed. He's like, Well, even if I was here, nothing really I could do, you know, to fix it. You know, so he's just kind of depressed. You know, I think he goes to the uh, where'd he go? He you goes see- to Lincoln, Lincoln Tunnel. He goes to Lincoln Tunnel. Uh, oh, he also sees like dead animals. He's like, Yeah, the humans, they really fucked this up. I can't believe the humans did this shit. He goes like a tunnel and he finds this kid running. He was like, oh, how the hell is this kid? Because the thing is, the whole place is supposed to be like poisonous radiation. So the kid's supposed to be dying, but he's got like a gas mask or something on. That's how he's running around and, you know, not able to die, you know, for a limited for a limited amount of time. So the kid goes to this little, you know, hidey hole or whatever like that. Hulk. And this was from a Hulk video game I, I played, I think, on Sega. Really? I think so. Oh, but anyway, he goes down this tunnel. He goes in this tunnel. And he sees some guys, and right before they get ready to shoot him, or maybe they do shoot him, he's just like, guys, before you shoot me, can you get the back shoulder over here? I got a little itch in my back, and then you can scratch it with those bullets that would help, you know. Uh, and see, and that's when Machine Man pops up. I don't know why we keep seeing Machine They seem to love Machine Man lately. Because he was in an Iron Man book, and he's here now. Anybody's just saying he's here, but Hulk, you got to go. Because I don't have enough food to feed you and all these people. Because right now I got enough food to feed everybody for the next 17 years. But you here, I got enough food to feed the next three. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, so you got to go. Uh, but while he's going, he watches the news and he sees New York City. But New York City is completely different than it was before. And they changed New York to uh, be called dystopia. Now, like I said, if anybody remembers the Future Imperfect original storyline, Maestro was control of a place called dystopia. You know, and here in this story, New York has been renamed Dystopia and it's in control by a guy named the Maestro. They're like, okay, why is this guy named the Maestro? Hulk is like, I got to go meet this guy. I got to go to New York right now and meet this guy named the Maestro to see exactly what exactly he's doing. Because basically saying like New York was completely screwed up, but whoever this Maestro is came in and fixed everything. So Hulk goes, you know, he goes on this road trip. He goes from Washington, D.C. to New York. He hops there while he's there. He gets attacked by cockroaches. Now, if you remember in the other Hulk story, the end, he was attacked by giant sized cockroaches. That's right. So all right. this shit is canonical. You know, but anyway, he gets blasted by uh, some people going to save him. He gets saved by the wastelands. The wastelands are also. So all this shit is setting up the stuff that was in Future Imperfect. He yeah. gets saved by the people in the wastelands. They tell him this is like one of the only areas that we know of that hasn't been. Uh, you know, that hasn't been affected by radiation. So we just live here and we're good, you know. Well, that's going on. We see Rick Jones, who was also playing that old Hulk song. He's playing, you know, his collection of memorabilia that was in the old Future Perfect Stone. Wolverine, Skeleton, Magneto's helmet, Thor's hel- uh, hammer, both of Professor X's chairs. And it is a, you know, Easter egg of shit, you know. And his, you know, granddaughter, Janice, basically telling him the Hulk is here. You know, or like, well, we'll go get him. You know, then she's like, so while the Hulk is walking through New York City, you know, everybody's backing out of his way. He gets asked, so who is the maestro? What is the maestro? And he's like, well, the maestro is a god. He came here and he saved us all. He's like, no, I don't believe that. 
They're like, okay, well, come on anyway. So then they tell the maestro, Hulk is here, and we see who the maestro is, is Hercules. Why? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a thing. So the question we need to be asking ourselves is why isn't Hercules in the original Future and Perfect story? So and why is the Hulk the maestro now? So obviously we know some shit is about to go down. Yeah. So damn, does Hulk kill Hercules? I think so. I'm I gotta sure. read that shit. I got <laughs> Yeah. I, I might have to go back and look at Future Imperfect and see if any, uh, every, like, damn near everything in this no. book was a reference to Future Imperfect. Future Perfect yeah. and the end, that story where it's supposed to be like the last Hulk story, where he just surrounded everybody's dead except him and a bunch of giant cockroaches. So yeah. the the key reminds me of that one surviving kid panel from Hulk the end. Oh, also uh Janice, um Rick Jones' granddaughter. She also when they when she's a little kid. She goes rummaging through Avengers Mansion, sees Monier, uh, yeah. and picks it up yeah. like it's nothing. And Rick tells her to put it down. Don't you ever touch it again? And then he gets pissed off because she can pick it up and he can't. You know, <laughs> fun little story. But yeah, it's a, and like I said, Janice was also in the uh, in the future first story. She's actually one of like the the main characters in there. Yeah. She's the one that gets old. Well, young Rick to bring him to the future to tell Hulk. But just go read the story. The story was fucking awesome. <laughs> anyway. This one I give it a uh, I give it a four point five out of five. Really, give it a four point five out of five because it has so much continuity with Future Imperfect, which fleshes out that story, which, in my opinion, one of the greatest Hulk stories ever written. And it just makes that story even better because it gives you all this backstory you didn't know. Hulk Hercules showing up is weird, but it hooks you for the I, next issue. Super I thought, like. I thought, like, for some reason, Rick Jones was going to be the maestro. And I thought that's that what was I was thinking. Be, like, it was said yeah. that Rick Jones was going to be the maestro. Right. Yeah. But um, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, Hercules, like, okay. But hey, you're going to get Hercules versus maestro fight. You know, uh, Peter David Gibbs, Grip Pop Run, the fuck you and is going to kill Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You are right. You are right, 2000 Man Reborn. Thank you. Because in Grip Pop Run, Hercules takes over that run like it, it, the run becomes incredible hercules so yes if he kills hercules that is a complete fuck you great pop <laughs> <laughs> good one good one 2000 man reborn uh eli what, what you got um i guess the i mean I, I i'll do this one real quick sabrina something wicked number three shit okay so please tell me you did not pay for this book uh no because okay. Um, there's a deal with us. Uh, uh, the Archie comics are all on unlimited or something. There's some deal that Comicsology did with the Archie books, mm-hmm. so they're all on unlimited. There's a bunch of free Archie comics on Unlim- Comicsology Unlimited. You can read them for free if you got Comicsology Unlimited. And so I'm gonna say, if you're into horror, these books are great. The Archie horror line, which Sabrina afterlife with archie it's basically a zombie apocalypse in riverdale we have jughead the hunger where jughead's a werewolf vampironica veronica's a vampire you know and then of course the chilling adventures of sabrina which spawned the netflix show the comic book of the sabrina comic is way better than that sabrina show and i dig the sabrina show i mean it's fun but the the comic is way darker way gorier way more violent so I dig these. I dig the whole Archie horror line. As I never gave a shit about 
Archie or Riverdale until they started getting ripped apart by monsters and shit, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So basically this is the, this new story arc with Sabrina. Um, it's uh, something wicked. There's some sort of serial killer with supernatural powers killing people in, in Greendale. Um, they can somehow Riverdale. suck out. Greendale no, this is Green Greendale is where Sabrina lives. Oh, okay. Riverdale is where Archie lives. Um, oh, okay. Learn something. So this yeah. is a different town. Um, yeah. So this serial killer is somehow sucking out people's souls, and Sabrina is investigating. She's trying to find out who it is. Um, they, you know, that some sort of magic. She's trying to trace spells back to where it's, you know, where there's spells are being cast. Um, she's also. You know, it's kind of like a Spider-Man book where she's juggling all this shit. She's in high school. She's got, you know, her, you know, in this in this issue, her and Harvey, her boyfriend break up. But then this other dude um, has the hots for her. So she kind of has the hots for him. So there's like a love triangle going on. And on top of that, there's some serial killer doing some shit that she's trying to solve. So it's like the whole adolescence juggling all this stuff while trying to be a hero or in this case, a witch and solve this, you know, this, these murders, these serial murders. And it's, it's fun. Um, it turns out that the, the, the guy that she's seeing her, his sister, they've been turning into Wendigos. You got so Wendigos? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like real Wendigos, not like the furry gerbils in the Marvel universe, the Yetis. <laughs> that, right. You know, yeah. Mar yes, that's the thing with Marvel. Marvel always takes some native, story some some creature from native stories and fucks them up you know like right. like the yeti or like no like uh the wendigo they turned the, the wendigo into some furry gerbil that they, they turned in Chekula, which is like a snake demon into a giant worm it looks stupid you know so that's my be but in this they actually look like wendigos with the deer skull head and the antlers and shit so they've been turning into them and she's trying to like solve that spell so that's another thing she's been doing. You know, the thing is, is her boyfriend or the guy that she's seeing that she has the house for doesn't know that he's turning into uh, a Wendigo, you know, so that's all going on. So it's just basically teen drama with magic and serial killers with superpowers, you know, pretty fun. I give it a four out of five. I'm like I said, I'm into these Archie horror books and yeah. So now that they're free, like afterlife with Archie is free. If you got comicsology, Jughead the Hunger is probably my favorite, where Jughead is a werewolf mm -hmm. and it's gory. Like he rips motherfuckers apart. It's bloody, it's gory. There's dismemberments. You know, Betty's a, a werewolf hunter and trying to kill him and shit. <laughs> um, so basically, like an alternate universe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've been digging these Archie horror books. So if you're into horror, check them out. Like I said, they're all free on Comixology right now, so check it out. So I give it a Sabrina, something wicked number three, uh, four out of five. Okay, all right. Uh, one more thing we've got to uh, talk about. Um, on all the Marvel books, they have a dedication chat with Bozeman on all on every Marvel book this uh, month, well, this week. Uh, Rest in Power, Chadwick Boseman, nineteen seventy six to twenty twenty. So that's pretty cool. Also, we get a chance to show like the. Uh, they made like a mural to him also that in Disney World. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or I Disney saw World, that, Disneyland. Yeah. I don't, I don't have it right there. Before we go, let's see what you got here. Uh, really, I really, Archie game when they stare to get. Yeah, 
Yeah. Who you fuck about Horace Supernatural? Yeah. Yeah. That you know, I never gave a shit about Archie or Riverdale or any of that shit until. Yeah, because you threw me for yeah. a loop when you started saying Archie comics, and you're like, okay, I yeah, thought you I never cared. Shit, you know? But but it's hard, like real hard, like like I said, it's not like cheesy. I mean, it's a little cheesy and stuff, but it's gory. Like they go all out. Like yeah, they're ripping people. Like Jughead the Hunger is ripping people apart. You know, <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. So. Cool. All right. And no more books, but Eli, can I can I do a last piece of news that I just want to stick at the end of the podcast? <laughs> I didn't want to stick it at the beginning because I didn't want to run people off, but this is like some local shit that's going on right now. So, Eli, do you know who Deion Sanders is? Yeah. Okay. Football, so De- no. football? Yes, the football player. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I don't know if you heard the news or anything like that, but Deion Sanders has got the coaching job to Jack State uh, University. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I live in Jackson. So you're going to go try out? Yeah, <laughs> I was in a band for a reason, you know. <laughs> so I played it, but I think it's just pretty awesome, man. Like I said, we don't get a whole lot of things in Mississippi, so the fact that you know Deion Sanders like in the city right now, you know, and like it's not only is he in the city, like he's taking part, he's partaking in the the city light life. Like for instance, he's at M Bar right now. There's a, a club, a, a local bar and grill club that's in Jax right now. That I think I went there for like my birthday party or something like that. He's just hanging around and stuff. So I you know, I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, he's looking for houses down here. I'm pretty sure he's not going to live in Jackson. He's going to be like in, you know, the outer areas of Jackson because, you know, it's too, too city area down here. Uh, hold on. Before we get there, let's see what 2000. Friends, you remember that weird fucking story where they decided to turn two white people? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. We the Demon Bear. That. that was in the Demon, yeah, Demon Bear. Saga. We reviewed that. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah, the white people got punished by turning into natives. <laughs> right. We were like, what the point of that? And the yeah. more the land gets more corrupt by becoming white or something. I was like, okay, Chris, yeah, your white guilt yeah. is showing. We we get it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, without talking about this, uh, like I said, he wants everybody to call him Coach Primetime. But I don't think he knows that in Jackson, Primetime is a male stripper that has successful oh. business here. So oh, no I don't shit. know. So maybe he got, he got celebrity strippers down there, huh? Right. <laughs> That's like the only positive thing we get down here, you know, a stripper. So maybe you need to call himself something else. I don't know, like that. Uh, but yeah, like I said, that's that's all we got. Uh, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we have other podcasts. Like I said, we completely butchered Ten of Swords. We probably butchered the name of it. I so didn't that's even why you <laughs> right, you didn't even read it. So definitely it's the Gomers, this Geeks and Comics, where he's just going to just break that shit down because he read all that shit and knows some shit I missed, so whatever. Uh, we're coming with some new stuff next week. Maybe we have some, you know, I might just finally watch The Boys next week. Oh, yeah. You, we're talking about The Boys. So we I haven't, get on we haven't talked about The Boys yet. Yeah, yeah so we, we'll get on that one. Uh, and, you know, like some more books come out, like I said, October. Maybe I have a PS5 by then. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Uh yeah, until then, this is Leroy. Oh, well, before we go, before we go, yeah, shout out to my boss. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Know, yeah, I don't know if you listen to this right now, I listen to it later on, but yeah, shout out to uh, my boss for, for taking a picture with his whole family, Noah, and the paraphernalia. We're gonna start promoting the part prior time talking about reinvent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's appropriating. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, Mad respect, much respect, my boss, his family. Yeah, not not just to my boss, also 2000 Man Reborn. Yeah. Uh, also, Gabe, he shows up. Uh, whoever else listening, I know we're missing a bunch of people also. Yeah. Thank y'all yeah. for listening and tuning yeah. in. Yeah, we didn't know people actually listened to this shit. Yeah. I remember like last time we were listening, had two people, now we got six. So <laughs> <laughs> listen to us talk all this shit. 
you know. Right, just crazy spread the shit. Word. Spread the word. <laughs> yeah, spread the word. And other people get pissed off about it. And we're gonna start promoting the uh paraphernalia and the swag that we got. The like I said, he's got this shirt. Uh Eli got a hoodie. Yeah. You know, I need to get some stuff, and we're gonna start promoting that a little bit more. So if you want to help us out, buy that shit. Yeah, you know. we got swag. We got we got merch. swag. Yeah. Right. Uh until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Well, all right. You know ever since I turned pro in 1989 When I signed the dotted line It was strange, those things changed For the better and for the worse So I called my mama and she said, baby Must be the money I fly